guys, it's Elizabeth. I go by Lizzie, and this is Titty Committee. Um, no, this is Kier. You can call me Key, though. We're actually the 20 somethings. That's cute, Key. This is actually Stephanie. I go by Steph, and it's called Bitch What? Actually, those are taken. Really? Oh, that's not gonna work. No. Thanks, Bestie. Glad you're here. Wait, I think that's it. Thanks, Bestie. Thanks, Bestie. Five, four, three, two. Welcome back to another episode of Thanks, Bestie. I'm Lizzie. I'm Steph. And I'm Key. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. I don't know why I didn't say my name. I just looked at everybody like, your turn. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) and, and more. How are you ladies doing? Let's just start off with that. I'm doing pretty okay because I'm talking to someone who knows how to communicate. Ooh, spicy. Oh, we we love to see it. We love to see it. But that just goes to show how low the bar is. Like, communication was like, oh, wow, Niagara Falls over here. (laughs) I feel that, though. There's a lot of people that that can't communicate. It's very that really very is the bar. It's so low. Oh my god! It's on the goddamn how ground. low can you go? To the floor. Can you go to the floor. That's, <laughs> oh that's exactly it. They can never never stop. Steph, how are you? Um, I'm doing good. I'm recovering from a nap. So if I yawn, that is why I'm not bored of our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I'm doing like really good. I found that like living alone has just been super peaceful and quiet and yes, calm. I is. like feel the most calm I've ever been because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can just go home and that's your peace and you can just relax yeah. and wait till you get a dog it's even better oh my gosh I know I was thinking about that I want a dog so bad you want to borrow Fozzie for tomorrow are you gonna be home tomorrow uh no I'll be at work all day damn <laughs> well I tried <laughs> <laughs> well I've been very okay um I'm stressed out because I have to move and I can't seem to find time to be able to move. So I mean, pack. I was going to say, have you started packing? I have six boxes. One is filled with shoes and that's it. And that's all. Hey, you know what? That's one box less that you have to worry about. I know. But look at this half glass full. I'm thinking about it now and it's like, okay, so tomorrow I go pick up the keys and I'm going to be gone all tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then Thursday I have work. Friday I have work. Saturday. I mean, it's like nothing to do. But then the next week by Wednesday, I have to take my car in. The day I move is the day I take my car in to get fixed. Oh, And my car will be gone from the day that I move to the next day. So I have to drive back down to come get my car. Oh. Yeah. It, it's just a bunch of stuff. Like That's constant. stressful. Yeah. That it's is, constant things. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You got this. You're a survivor. In the words of Destiny's <laughs> Child. I was to sing. I was like, I will not do that today. I'm not singing, but I see someone bobbing their head already. <laughs> I was feeling it. You I were. wasn't singing it, but I was feeling it. Please appreciate this. So I kind of want to bounce off of what you said about the whole communications thing. And we want to dive in this week on boundaries and relationships and um, just kind of like bouncing off of like things that we see on social media and how it influences us. So like you said that the bar is low when it comes down to um communication that's like you know what niagara falls for you right right like <sighs> just the small things that you were you expect basic human decency when talking to someone because you're going to be intimate with this person and for whatever reason that's always a boundary that gets crossed immediately mm-hmm. immediately could you think communication is like one thing that just never is there that's the biggest failure for any relationship in my opinion whether it be friendship um romantic family 
I always like to say, because I watch a lot of HGTV, communication <laughs> is the foundation for your house, for your relationship. And without foundation, your house is going to crumble and fall apart. Steph is laughing because I have said this to our roommates before. I mean, in the it's past. true. It's not like it's not like it's something that's not real and not not true. It's very much true. Yeah. I mean, part of me was thinking about when we would watch HTV at Planet Fitness on the treadmill. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because that's my favorite thing to do. I'm like, uh, I'm going, yeah, anyway, I'm going as a middle-aged mom for what Halloween. What like, Johanna and Chip's, Chip Gaines' way to look at the world? Right. Yes. Um, and for boundaries, like, you guys have specific boundaries of relationships that you just absolutely will not compromise on? I mean, I have walls up for sure. Uh, I am I'm not sure about specific boundaries. What about you, Lizzie? I have boundaries, but I also have walls up. So those do get confused quite a bit. But my boundaries are just basically, I only put up with your stuff for so long. And then I match energies. If you're going to be rude and not talk back, then don't expect me to respond back fast. Exactly. I feel like that's something with me that I struggle with is like I usually put out so much more energy and then I try to put boundaries after the fact. And it's like you got to you got to build the the foundation first and then, you know, add all the extra stuff inside. You can't be like, oh, let me give you everything. Let me put my furniture in. You ain't got no walls. And all of a sudden now you mad because your furniture gone. Right. (laughs) Like you're not stealing from me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should have said that in an old person's voice. <laughs> You're not stealing from me. <laughs> Tarnation. <laughs> I'm, I I recently was on social media and, you know, TikTok is our thing. And this girl actually had a video on there that said like, oh, you know, this is what I do. I went to Starbucks and then I went to my office, my home office. And then I bought some stuff from the grocery store. And then she was like, and I started cooking dinner for my man. But while he's at work, I'm going on a date with um, with someone. And, like, the social media right now is going crazy over this situation. And I just find it funny because it's like, I mean, if they have that communication mm-hmm. and those boundaries with each other and they have an open relationship, what's the problem? There is no problem. I think that that's something that's expected. That's what dating is. I don't think people know what honest to good dating is anymore they only know the talking stage which i absolutely hate because i'm like hate it that's that's stupid to me because it's all the benefits of a relationship but no label no it anything just wastes time it does right? it wastes my time so i refer to it as its proper name dating if i'm dating you and we're just talking then i'm allowed to do that with other people so that way i can really know if i'm going to be committed to this relationship or if i need to start bailing now Mm because red flags start coming up too i think that there's we've kind of gotten this like dangerous habit of especially just with social media is just talking to the person forever and never going on a physical date yep Mm -hmm. and i think that that's something where like I do get the hesitation right like it's a stranger on the internet blah 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 all that. but there's like precautions you can take and stuff by like going in public and I'm like if you're actually interested in somebody and they live close by I see no reason why you need to be talking for more than like two weeks maximum and then actually meet in person because that's when you actually figure out if you like somebody and yeah. that's, that's kind of the reason why I hate dating online dating is because like you are constantly messages messaging this person back and it's superficial like you see this person you see what they have to say with their bio it's probably bullshit anyway just to copy and paste from somebody else's stuff and then they might send you like a playlist saying how can i get your number all this stuff and it's just like so superficial and you're thinking oh they're so sweet 
And then, like, when you actually meet them, it's not the same as if you had met them in person. Like, their personality is there. It's raw when you meet them rather than online. Right. And you can also tell if you have a spark with this person. Right. Um, there's a lot that happens in person. Like, either way, dating is a risk. And you can, you you go through that feeling of, was this a waste of time, regardless of whether or not you met in person or online. Because sometimes... You know, you find out they're like a kleptomaniac and they like to steal like silverware <laughs> sets or something. But like steal your panties. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. The panty bandit strikes again. <laughs> the panty man? Panty bandit. Bandit. Okay. I mean panty man is sounds the same. It sounds I mean either I'm way. This is the, the, I'm gonna yell that in the mirror. Three times. Panty man. <laughs> panty man. Five panty times, man. right? Oh, it's five now? For for candy man? I get scared after it's, three. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? You have to... And by the way, that can't... He looks scrummed. We're getting off yeah, topic. That, that bit, yeah, yeah. I saw what you're talking about. I said, but like, he can kidnap me. <laughs> anytime. Steal my soul. That's cool. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the thing is, is that a lot of people are like, well, when... Because I got into an argument with a friend yesterday, and it was so random because we always talk about relationships, and we never agree on anything because... He's so set in his ways that it's like if uh, if two people decide to be open in a relationship and they have that communication and they want to be with each other, I see no issue with it. However, when females agree with that, it's automatically, well, that's why you're going to be single. And it's like. What? No. Because I accepted terms and conditions. Right. Because, because I was I, honest and vulnerable with my partner. Right. Like she's in a relationship. I have no issues getting into relationships. And the thing is, I was like, you know, I have no, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I don't have any issues getting into relationships. I choose not to. It's not because I have my ideologies or the fact that I want to be taken care of at the same time and make my own damn money. Right. It's the fact that like, I just don't want to put up with whatever's out there right now. Yeah. I just don't want to get burned again. Like, honestly, I am taking a break because it is exhausting to get, the same result over and over again it's like um, yeah the that tiktok sound who's that pokemon it's pikachu and it's like is this another relationship life lesson <laughs> fuck <laughs> well i think that there's like a difference between there's such like this misconception that like because you're not dating anybody it doesn't mean that like people don't want you and i'm like it's exactly. not that people oh. aren't in my dms no it's not that it I'm isn't not that, like people aren't trying to date me or fuck me or whatever right, right. i just don't want to waste time on somebody's like a crusty son that doesn't know how to communicate that he thinks just, like, that so, you know he's five six and he thinks that he's a dominant man and he ooh, needs, like, so he thinks he's that an tiktok alpha. right that tiktok like, oh my god it's so embarrassing because like women <laughs> women out here all we a lot of us just say like you know this is the type of lifestyle that i want and i just want an equal that's it i want someone who's going to be my partner and be an equal and that's it like i just want i can take care of myself i know that i pay my own bills i am exactly. independent in the words of destiny's child i'm really feeling their <laughs> oats tonight by <laughs> but the men, way Gosh. men literally like that specifically that man was in it looked like he was in his mama's house he didn't have proper curtains up he had a fucking toy tr tonka truck and he had a foldable table he, yeah foldable table a futon and it's like, sir. Just living in a Walmart can warehouse. Can I just say everything in that house was temporary? Mm hmm. Including him. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it didn't look like he actually stayed there. Mm -mm. <laughs> He's also probably the same type of loser who doesn't believe in giving head. Oh. Yeah. A little DJ Khaled moment. Yeah. Mm -mm. I will trash that man. But I, mean, I like, can't stand I, I just don't behavior. understand. Like, I feel like that type of man is the type of guy who I genuinely would purposefully have multiple boyfriends. 
he could be the asshole while I go on dates still with the guy who probably is going to be treating me way much better. And well, I have my options. He also open. had like a lot of crazy expectations. Like when I tell you to do something, just do it. Um, never. See, I would try to humble him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would literally try to talk to him. I'll just do to break it when you grow three inches and you're really five nine. I think that there's like if you can grow to tell me off then yeah I'll like do a, that when you stop living with your mama like I'll do that when you get some real sheets <laughs> 200 thread count is not a real thread count you broke bitch sir those are crumbling as you're laying they are it. chafing my legs <laughs> sorry Steph sorry, go, go ahead. ahead we're just roasting this no man. it's okay I'm like trying to say and I'm like oh this side oh this side oh this side it's like I'm watching well, a tennis match because pissed me off so it's easy to tear him apart literally because well, he's so small, too. I just think that <laughs> at least one of my, like, my last life lesson, mm, the disrespect with that person who did not respect my boundaries or my time, I essentially just learned. I was like, I'm not going to let I'm not, I just don't want to disturb my peace. Like, right. yeah. I'm spending so much time and energy, like, improving myself and getting better and curating, like, wonderful friendships and building, like, my dream life. And I'm not just going to let anybody into that. Right? No, I, um, I mean, I used to talk my ex and he came over a few years ago and he was just disrespecting my boundaries and I was like leave and we were in the middle of falling around and I was like get up and leave and I'm like I told you these are my boundaries this is what I will and will not do and you are absolutely disregarding that bye right goodbye I just like I always see this theme that's like it's when we go back to being single versus like in a relationship right I've always seen this where it says, if you ask a man, is he talking to anybody else? Nine times out of ten, he's lying. Right. And, you know, I always stress that as a woman, whatever your fairy tale is, you should be able to get it. So if you want to be monogamous and cook clean, whatever, without a ring on your finger, if that's your fairy tale, then go for it. But me personally, I don't want to do that. I prefer to be open, have my options, and be able to explore in my 20s. I'm 20 years old. I should not be tied down, paying my way, paving my way to prove to a man who should be proving to me that I'm the one. Period. Like, honestly, I have no problem waiting to get married later in life. Right. If I have to wait till I'm in my 30s, 40s, 50s, I will wait because I'm not going to just settle for some K jeweler's ring and some broken promises down the road. Because not that there's anything wrong with K jewelers. Every kiss begins with K. I just (laughs) think that for me personally, I have certain things that I'm working towards in my life and I have been building and working and growing. And this has been a journey that I'm very proud of, but I don't want you to derail me and I have to take some weird fork in the road turn. So I want to ask you a question real quick Mm -hmm. while you're on that. If you were to meet a guy and you liked him a lot, however, your fairy tale is not going to come true, would you still want to be with him? Nope. Because I've seen the downside of accepting less than what you're worth. And growing up, seeing, I'm just not down for it. I know what I'm worth. I know. And that's my big, I love texting that to guys. Like, I know my worth. And then they shut the fuck up and they never bother me again. Right. Because I'm like, I know my worth. I'm not putting up with this shit. Justine, my friend, told me to do that, and I was, and it's worked to this day. Like, just tell them I know my worth. Like, I, I, I legit wholeheartedly agree, agree because I had this guy who he talked to me. I think the last time we talked was like April, and 
um, he hit me up like a couple weeks ago and was like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. And I had lied to him and told him that I had already moved to Draper and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And he was like, oh, you know, like, that's crazy. He was like, I wonder why we stopped talking. And I'm like, because you, we just stopped talking. Like, we just stopped communicating. He goes, well, actually, I was in a relationship for about a month. And then I'm like, so you think I'm going to be a rebound? I think the fuck not, you trick-ass, old-ass man. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I know you did not just fucking say that to me. And I'm just like, that. it's just like, okay, now I'm holding firm to my boundaries. Mm-hmm. I've had so many dudes from the past hit me up and like, oh, like, where have you been? Like, sir, I've been taking care of business. I've been focusing on me and my future. Right. Trying to make sure I'm secure in everything that I do because... If I don't have me, no one else will. And you can't just depend on being in a relationship to save you. Well, I think that there is, because there's this, how do I'm like, I'm trying to put it into words, but I think that men think that they can just disrespect women all the time, especially because there are so many girls that like are really insecure in themselves and will just accept that, that when sometimes dudes will talk to you and they think that they can get away with the same behavior and it's just, it's not true. But, like, Mm -hmm. I've had a man in my DMs, like, messaging me, like, random stuff and, like, when are you going to admit you're in love with me, blah, 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 all these things. And I just keep shutting him down. I'm like, when are you going to actually, like, have feelings? And I was like. Do I even know you? Literally, he was like, why are you being such a dickhead? And in my head, I'm thinking, because I know that you send the same stuff to, like, at least a few other girls. Like, I have talked to the other girls and I know I'm not the only person you're sending stuff to. So why should I be fawning over myself for a mass-produced message? Period. Also, I deleted Tinder and all the other dating apps because I was like, it's just bullshit. I was feeling low and I was like, I just want to see if I still if I still got it. And so I put some new pictures and I reloaded oh, my I Tinder. Oh, I did the same thing. A little casual validation. Yeah. I'm so guilty. And like, I just, I mean, I got a lot of matches, uh, which was cool. But then I started talking to these. I'm going to be polite and call them gentlemen, but really they're just a bunch of straight dogs. Um, and it was like a, it was a freak show it was a nightmare every time it was heart eyes beautiful mommy wow gorgeous can't believe hard eyes and like they'll be like oh my gosh i would love for you to just sit on my face or all these other crazy things and i was talking to this one guy um and he was fine and then we talked on snapchat and he was like i could really go for a third leg massage and i was like well was he white no oh he was a poc too which i was like wow Mm. you're really bold and then i stopped i was just opening and leaving him on red and he's like i i mean i don't care that you're leaving me on red but like i don't get it and i'm like you're disrespectful you don't get that you are crossing boundaries and being wildly inappropriate with someone that you just met (laughs) and wondering why i'm leaving you on red well there's this thing too where i think people are just like and I'm like obviously guilty of like wilding out in ways that you wouldn't do in person. Like there's kind of this like no consequences thing of like I can say whatever I want because I haven't met this person and I have no ties to them. And then if they reject me, cool, whatever. But people are kind of being, I think, the worst versions of themselves. Well, I always like to keep it a buck with people when I'm talking to them online so that way they know exactly who they're going to get because I'm like I say off the wall shit in person too so just don't be surprised when I keep it that way yeah and it's like um, if you can't match my energy like there's no point also I don't ever lie when I'm talking to a guy online about like how freaky I'm going to get because then sometimes they actually want you to follow through once you get to that 
intimate moment. Yeah, no. I'm never going to lie about, yeah, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Nah. I, I don't feel like, I don't I feel like with myself, I don't even talk about that. Like with guys anymore, it's just gotten to the point where like, it's I want to know me. you as a person. Well, first. yeah, you want to get to know them. But then it's also like a guy will be like, oh yeah, like I want to do this, this and this and put your legs behind your head and, you know, hit it from the back, the side, upside down and in the rain. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he get over and he too cool. He too pumps and he's, he's done. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like This is false <laughs> advertisement. I'm calling the police. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this I, is a crime. You need to leave. There's just so much of it, too, where it's like, well, obviously, if we've matched, I know you think I am attractive, so you don't need to be, like, talking about how you well, want to do this, that, and a half. Well, that's not well, always that, that's the case, either, because, like, I get fetishized on these apps. Yeah. Like, I'll, they'll match with me because they see big titties. And, like, and they'll match with me because they see a fat ass. Yeah, same. You know, like, it's like they don't really match with me because they think I have a cute face. Some of them think I have a cute face. Um, but one of the guys said, wow, I would love those thick thighs in my face. Just because I had thick thighs. Yeah. He didn't look at anything else, just my thighs. So he's clearly a thigh man, which is weird and a red flag. Right. I mean, and that's why the reason why I kind of got off the the dating apps, because I feel like I'm not going to find my true. And people do find their true lovers on there. I, however, don't think I will. I think it's a 1% chance it's to find it on there. less than that. <laughs> because, like, and to be happy. Because yeah. I know people who have been in relationships off of those apps. Not happy. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I had a relationship off that app. And, like, every guy that I've met off an app has ended up becoming, like, kind of like a stalker or kind of like telling me like i'm not going anywhere and i'm like sir you need to leave like <laughs> but it goes back to that personality deceit when you're dealing with anyone online mm -hmm. and it's just it's frustrating and then that's where you have to start creating these boundaries to let people know hey i'm not cool but with I that feel like even in public like when i for instance i went out this weekend i was at the i was at the club and i looked great Scrum dillyumptious. I'd have to pat myself on the back for, the, for that day. Yes. I literally <laughs> bought the outfit hours before I went out, right? But the problem is the guy saw what I was wearing, and he assumed that I was just going to be, like, out there, and I'm in the streets. And whole time, I was sitting in the corner by myself, recording myself. There might have been a moment where I was standing, and I was, like, dancing, but I was practically by myself the entire time. And he came up to me and goes, oh, so that's how you're going to be tonight? And I was like, oh. Oh, you you thought because you invited me to your section, I was gonna shake some ass and suck some dick. Um, <clears throat> about that. <laughs> um, actually, this was a non-transactional. I thought we were just being friendly. Yeah, like it was just so weird. And then he was like, and this girl, she was sexually assault assaulting me. She was not letting me like. She was just grabbing on me, pulling up my dress. Like, it was so bad. But obviously, I'm not about to have a fight in this bar. So, I mean, in the club. So, I'm, like, scooting over. And, like, she would say something in my ear. And I would kind of, like, fake laugh and move away. And I turn around. And he's staring dead at me. He's like, oh, yeah, that's what you like, huh? Sir, I am scared. And it's like, I am trying to safely find an exit route here you so know? I can find some safety. And it's like, I can, you can be one way in public and people still think that you're a different type of way. Oh yeah. People think I, people I'm sorry think that I'm, happened to you by the way. Yeah. Really thank sorry. you. It's okay. She it's, fell after she assaulted me. Hey, you know what? Fail right on and her I'm face. I'm not saying <laughs> that 
it was a good thing, but I'm saying God's timing is always right. right. The moment I sat down, her ass <laughs> fell straight on. She fell and like tripped over something, fell straight on her face, and she was down there for like a smooth minute. So good. as she should, mm-hmm. yeah, stay down. You don't get to violate, <laughs> uh, and it's even worse when it's a woman who doesn't what, respect your boundaries. A lot. Yeah, because women think, oh, you're fun and playful. Like when we went to that party and that girl kept asking me to twerk and i was like i'm not she kept grabbing us yes and i'm like i am not twerking i'm not comfortable here um i'm not comfortable eating here no more <laughs> i watch way too many tiktoks god <laughs> but like it was a, it was basically a frat house and i'm like i'm not mm-mm, i'm not but doing it's like that people see you and then like they assume. They, they assume that you're this type of person because you are outside and it's like i'm just trying to enjoy the ambiance of being outside for for change yeah i'm like i was just trying to switch it up honestly right i hate being in public and i hate people so right whenever i do go out it's because i have a wild hair up my ass to be social but it just feels like nowadays when you are actually like when you go out and you actually are like just sitting there minding your business people just have these assumptions and like you have to create those boundaries but it's so hard to create those boundaries especially as a woman because you don't want to be mean because you're scared and you don't we're know also what the just fuck's gonna happen to we're you also, that that's a very true fact um that one girl who was telling that guy no i don't want to dance with you he got mad pushed her she fell hit her head died right so i've had it, that i've had that ha- like not push but like i've had dudes like get angry get about angry it. about it because they like, feel grab entitled. on me mm-hmm. and it, or that there is the thing where like sometimes guys will make like all this crazy like eye contact with you and you're like trying not to look at them and they just keep like staring you down or if you yeah. like that is the weirdest if thing you ever don't dance on if they come up behind you and then they start to try and dance and you like you move you know you do the girl shuffle across mm-hmm. and then like later they, they, they will share they will shout at you like they yeah. will li- that for me is always so terrifying oh. it's like you feel so entitled it's, to it's what bad. it's it bad is. too because like sometimes they'll be like I go to tables a lot and these guys will allow you to come to their table and then they'll try to get you to dance with them and you just feel hands in places that's like they should not be they shouldn't be and you think just because i like luxury i like the luxury (laughs) of not having to stand and get my toes stepped on that means that you are allowed to do whatever and you think that i'm this type of person right and it's like obviously i'm a bad bitch i don't I can go get another table if I absolutely need to. So I'm going to leave. Right. You can go and touch yourself (laughs) since you're going to be all grabby there, Mr. Asshole. And I'm going to have a good night. And so will you because I'm not, I don't know what you were expecting, but I'm not transactional like that. Not at all. Um, There are women on the strip who will be transactional, but for a fee. So I hope you have the money to bank for that. You broke bitch. But Um, you know, it's funny because like if we tie this back into like actual relationships, People make it seem like talking stage is like the free stage, like the free trial. Right. Then they make it seem like, oh, once we get in a relationship, it's transactional. So like, I'm going to take you on a date. Oh, no, I'm going to date you before I get a relationship, right? Because uh, talking wasn't enough. And I'm going to take you on a date. And I'm going to ha- expect for you to fuck me afterwards. Right. Like, sir, I am not Netflix. You are not getting a free trial. You. This isn't a subscription thing. Oh, well, I bought dinner, so you're going to get a little sloppy with me. Absolutely not. Absolutely We're not in a month-to-month contract. No. (laughs) The only month-to-month contract I can think of is marriage. And even at that point, I shouldn't feel like it's a contract. (laughs) I should feel... At that point, marriage, you know, you want to be with this person. At least I hope you do. But, like, dating, like you said, talking stage fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... And it's weird. It's like, 
oh, the pre-talking phase. So mm-hmm. you kind of exchange information, and then you don't talk for a few weeks, maybe a month, and then all of a sudden you start talking like, oh, yeah, yeah, I found your number somewhere, and I saw your Instagram. Oh, and my gosh. Blah, blah, yeah. And not th- even tell you how many times, like <laughs> a year later, yeah. somebody will, like, message me, and I'm like, oh, so you've had my number this entire yeah. time? So you Crazy. didn't forget, I, you didn't think I was, like, some weird anomaly like you can actually talk to me like a person that's crazy yeah and then it goes from that to like okay let's go on a few dates but we're gonna split the tab because i don't really know if i like you and i don't i think you're using me for my money but if i pay for the whole thing you have to have sex with me or suck my dick or even drive me home because i ubered here um and (laughs) you have the original dating which is like at that point well damn like now you're cooking cleaning fucking sucking Watching his nieces and nephews. You haven't met his mom, nor his sister. He just right. has you watching a niece and nephews. I'm like, wait a minute. Who are these? This goddamn white baby is this? I don't understand. And at that point, I'm exhausted. Like, I am. I'm physically I'm, and emotionally spent. I don't want to deal with this anymore. And then that's when I lose interest. And at what point nowadays do we meet parents? You know, when do. Right, Steph's face, yeah. <laughs> well, some people I mean, lead with that on their first date. You <laughs> you meet them within a week and then they ghost you and then they come back in your life because you're like, oh, I have second chances, but also maybe poor boundaries. And then they break <laughs> all of your boundaries and then you meet their grandparents and then they ghost you. So you've met their whole family. Yeah, I've met the whole family, yeah. Yikes. Minus the dad, but he I, lives in a foreign country. And I'm very, so like, because... That's a good point about meeting parents. I'm very guarded about who meets my family. I've never brought a guy over to meet anyone Mm -hmm. because I want to make sure I'm not going to bring home some guy who within a week is going to fuck this up and I'm going to have to say, well, he doesn't exist anymore. Like, That's very true. I I don't even really bring it up like with my grandparents. Like I started bringing up the one guy slightly Mm -hmm. that I I, like I dropped something small just to see if they were going to pick up on their ears perked up quickly because I think they think I'm a lesbian because I don't (laughs) tell them about my dating life. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I just can I I say that? (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes, though, you can be right about that because in high school, me and my friends swore because this girl would never talk about any guys ever. And we're like, she's for sure a lesbian. It took like 10 years. Finally came out as a lesbian. <laughs> well, good for her. We love that for her. But that's not the However, case with However, I, I, I love is, penis. Yeah. I love the dick. I love it all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it slapped in the face. I mean, Just at one kidding, point, I do not. <laughs> I like to get slapped in the face with the dick. But anywho. There was a point in my, hey, fix your faces. I don't know. I think I just, it's hot. It's I don't like know. I was like thinking about the ones I just that I've like seen, it. and I just don't think that there's enough oh, to oh, slap. No. It's like hip hitting you. I like <laughs> the dick. That's the reason. <laughs> just the air blowing by. The reason why I'm like, I don't like it because like someone slapped me in the eye with their dick once, and I was like, <laughs> that's just fucking rude. You're sick. <laughs> I don't, okay, I'm going back to what I was saying. We're going back Um, on topic. But the thing is, it's like when I was younger, I never had anybody really meet my parents um, until I got like 18. I had like two boyfriends in high school. I had one boyfriend in high school and then one that was in before I went to college. And um, my mom was like okay with him, but I would sneak around. My mom wasn't really sure if I was doing the nasty, even though I was. And then when I got to college, I think my mom only met one guy that I was actually serious about over the gazillion dudes that I actually was, like, interested in. My dad never met any at all. And it's kind of just, like, at this point, I get where you're coming from. I don't I don't want them to know because 
Right I'm going to pull a Jordan Belfort from Wolf of Wall Street. Judge me on my losses because I have so few. Right. That's how I feel about my boyfriends with my family. I only want them to judge me on my losses because I have so few that they know of. Yeah. And they don't need to know about my real losses, but like. I feel like my mom is, she, it's so funny because I, I go talk to her and I'm like, oh yeah, I was with my husband this weekend and she's like, husband? And I'm like, oh, that's one of the guys that I talked to. So, yeah, like, we did all this, this, and this, and she'll be like, husband. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because he's husband material, but he ain't my husband, but he's my husband. And, like, I call him my husband to all my friends because I want him to be my husband. You're manifesting. Mm-hmm. I'm manifesting, yeah. Yes. Man-infesting. Manifesting. So If you build it, he will come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, build a bear? No, that's... Build a man. That's... That's from Field of Dreams. I've never seen that. It's a baseball <laughs> reference. Never heard of it. A man builds a baseball field in like the middle of a cornfield, and they're like, if you build it, the baseball players will come. Oh. And then they do. Mm-hmm. So men will come. Yes. Kind of as goes. Yes. At the end of the day, like, the men will come if you build it. Yes. That sounds very laborious. I don't like it. It's just manifesting. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to like, build anything for these bitches. They can't even build their own bed sets. They don't even have a headboard. Uh, <laughs> motherfuckers don't have curtain rods. They use a dirty ass rag for their shit. I mean, like most men don't put in that kind of effort. So like of all like of what I've seen, like, so I didn't grow up with brothers. Right. But mm-hmm. from what I have seen from men's apartments, I have yet to meet an uncrusty motherfucker. I they <laughs> nasty, all of them. Like, if I see a three-in-one in your shower, that's a huge red flag, and you're crossing a boundary with me. If I see Axe anywhere. Oh, mm. yeah. Or or um, Old Spice. See, I like, don't have I adult, like Old Spice. If you don't have adult cologne by the time you're 20... That your mom didn't buy you. Well, yes. I feel or like that wasn't a Christmas gift. I, I feel like I feel like the cutoff should be twenty five because a lot of people are trickling out of college, and that's the cheap stuff okay. that you can afford. Okay, so twenty five, I guess, is an appropriate. But thing. if you're in your thirties and you're still you don't using Max, no, yeah, if you don't have no real cologne, you don't have a bed frame, you don't have a bedroom set. Oh man, I certain, don't know what it is about a man with a bedroom set. If you have more condoms than food in your fridge, oh, if Lord. you only have hot sauce in your refrigerator, if you don't have a trash can in your bedroom or bathroom, mm, oh, that is a big I've, red I have flag. Two. If all your trash is sitting next to the trash can or next to the bed, if I see oh. a bunch of empty water bottles, <laughs> these are all just, just <laughs> if the floor is sticky. Oh, <laughs> if you don't have toilet paper, if some I know guys don't you have do not have paper. a vacuum. Oh, yeah, man. Mm. Mm. Well, okay, so because so, Stephanie so. needs to be able to ride around on your broom because yeah, that's like in a thing all for locations. Her. So this, ba- clean so, surfaces, baby. Okay, clean so surfaces. We're talking about red flags, right? Things that we don't like. But like, can we list off some things that we do? Like, if we see this in a man's house, or we see a man that does this, you know, like it's gonna give us. If I see real groceries in your refrigerator, I'm gonna think you might have your shit together because you're not just eating frozen food or ramen. And you're not going to be taking massive dumps. I, I definitely agree with that. If I see like you have a dishwasher that's actually with clean dishes. If he has a skincare routine. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Talk dirty to Ooh. me. I love a. Okay. I love so, a. I feel like if you have a house that has carpet and your carpet is clean. Mm-hmm. That is a huge thing a for clean me. clean house. You, yeah. People take off their shoes at the door. If it's not stuffy in your apartment, I know you have 
good awareness of yourself because like i get it in the summertime here it's hard to open up your windows it can get stuffy but like if you're instantly like apologizing for it like hey it's a little stuffy in here i'm sorry but if you don't notice it you don't you don't smell that you don't feel that it, ugh, it feels stiff in here i feel like if, if there's like real art on the walls and not yes. just flags oh. well i don't flags yeah. or oh. posters see i don't mm. mind like not having art but that's the the, the trade-off yeah. is not if you don't have art you can't have the flags and the shit mm -hmm. no, and the posters no, you no. can't have no flags. any gta stuff oh <laughs> there's a man the who tried to flex in the dms that he had a call her daddy and a saturdays are for the boys flags in his room big red actually flags. i literally was like we're never talking ever energy. again and yes. then i actually found like a few months ago and i found them selling them on facebook marketplace yeah it's definitely a little dick energy he said my dick grew a little bit i gotta get rid of these Ooh, <laughs> God. Well, cause no he said i'm not getting getting any right well because honestly no like there are certain things that we just know i feel like if i if i see a man with books in his house that he actually oh, reads yeah. and he recommends so like i have a friend he's one of my my greatest friends and he almost gave me a book and i was like bro you almost just gave me a, a sacred book from your book that is so i was like you had the luckiest girlfriend in the world that you're recommending books yeah to people like you actually read you right. can read these I <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea I, this motherfucker can read yeah like books and you know cookbooks because then i know you can read my text messages oh, oh. and the yeah. plot thickens oh. and then oh also i like when a guy will text incorrect grammar yes mm -hmm. i hate if you're using okay first of all these phones are computers expensive ass computers that are in our hands if you are not using spell check if you are not using the auto capitalization mm -hmm periods commas if you're not doing any of that in a text message then i know you're going I to be a problem i actually feel like you have to go out of your way to misspell things you do yeah, nowadays you do you have to turn off your spell check i'm like and who does that <laughs> who the fuck wants to be a menace to society like who that? wants to be illiterate <laughs> like absolutely who i don't understand that oh man like i don't care what you're saying about me if you're using the wrong your i will focus on that I I oh, I most likely will focus on a lot of things. I just don't say it. I just stop responding. Yeah, I sure. start getting really dry with my conversation. I start giving like the one syllable responses. K. Mm -hmm. I just really enjoy when a man follows up later on. Like when you say, "Oh, I've had a uh, I'm working on this project," and they're like, "Hey, so how would that project go that you're working on last?" Yes. Week? When they're actually, attention to detail. Oh yes, like I well, get see, so hot. You see how slow the bar <laughs> oh is set because the bar is set so low that I'm like, I just wanted you to take an interest in me as a human being in my day because I do the same. And there was this other TikTok that came out where this girl was like, I'm so excited to see my man. And all these guys are like, well, I wish girls would get excited to see me. Like, bitch, I the do get excited to see you. Low. But one, I'll get excited and you'll say, oh, don't make it like that. It's not a big deal. So then I stop. Right. Or I do and you don't notice. So then I stop. So, yeah, I stopped getting excited to see you. Like, we do get excited when we get that first text from you and that you're coming over. But then when you start saying, like, I guess I can come by. Yeah, oh, you guess? short-ass fucking answer. I mean, you can mm -hmm. come over if you want. If I want? Well, I don't really want if you don't want me there. Exactly. And that's kind of, like, the feeling that I got from, like, this guy that I was talking to, uh, my husband. You know, he would be like, we'll see. What? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see, see ya, <laughs> bitch. Like, bye. Well, you'll see these hands. Like, the fuck? Let the door see you on the way out. My and, God. And, you know, it's kind of like you, it makes you feel like you're not that important. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of us women, we kind of like, 
we set the bar so low because we just want somebody to walk over that bitch mm-hmm. well, and just notice that the bar is there. And I, I honestly, I think it all stems from society doesn't value us. So when we're in a relationship, we want that value. Mm-hmm. We deserve that value and respect because the rest of the world, they don't give a fuck. Like my boss doesn't care. Like when you work in, a, especially in a male dominated field, like we all do, all three of us, mm-hmm. you want a partner who's going to be like, I see you. You want to be seen. You want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And so when a guy is like, well, I guess I can make some room for you. Well, you guess. Well, it's like, it's like, bro, I'm so busy. And the fact that, like, I can make room in my schedule for you and you either don't follow through, you don't make any plans, you mm-hmm. say, oh, let's hang out. Like, I saw this one girl on TikTok and she was basically saying, like, I don't go on coffee dates. I don't go out for drinks. I don't do... Um, I don't do half-ass dates either. Ha- yeah, I don't do those, right? So she was saying that, and the guy was like, oh, so you're too good for coffee? You're too good. She's like, first of all, I don't like coffee. So and what, he's like, yeah. he's like, so do you want to go out for ice cream, milkshake? She's like, I'm not doing a date like that because it's not worth my time. No. If you want to just walk by and see me, you can FaceTime me, you can call me, you can talk to me beforehand, but I want to go on a real date like a fucking adult. Right. And I think that's the other thing is that women mature faster than men. A lot of times. Um, I so, feel like it's because their mamas coddle them so so much. And that's the other thing. They're looking for their moms. And I'm like, I'm not your fucking mom. Yeah. I'm well, not your fucking mom. There's this part, too, where I think that men are using, like, half-ass dates as, like, mm-hmm. preludes to trying to Netflix and chill. Like, it's always like, let's get ice cream and then go back to my place. Right. It's like, let you, me try to do something, like, a little bit fun, but then let me try to actually get sex out of it right. every time. Like, you think Baskin-Robbins, you paying a dollar thirty-one plus tax was gonna get enough to get me naked yeah you're wrong i mean it has gotten me naked a couple times but but like <laughs> it's gotten me naked like when i was in a like when i was in a more relationship type area well it, it got me it got me naked when i was desperate like when i was just like oh finally there's a man noticing me like i know i'm not ugly and i know that men think i'm attractive but like i was allowing people to set the bar so low that I was like, okay, like, yeah, let's go for ice cream. I love ice cream. Let's go for a walk. I love walks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, they'd be like, oh, so are you, you want to go watch a movie? And then I'd be like, oh, um, and then I feel bad because right. now I'm like, oh, let's go for a movie. Let's go watch a movie. And I hate fucking movies. Oh my god. I do well, too. I mean, there's like a few different things where like. My fa- like one of my favorite stories is about how a dude tried to ask me out for hamburger helper at his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> What's the brokest thing a guy I has literally done was like, you. you gotta make a video. Are you kidding? I was like, well, first of all, I'm not trying to get murdered over hamburger helper. So that's a no. Like, Ew, secondly, and hamburger helper is nasty. It's I don't, nasty. I don't care what so, you like, say. So like we're, we're meeting up in public, like either way. Processed like, cheese is not I'm a not good gonna way. get murdered over hamburger helper. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> It's not worth it. Like It's not, no. It's crunchy-ass noodles, processed cheese, and some weird flavoring. Like, there's no such thing as cheeseburger mac and cheese. That's nasty. Yeah. So, and then when I we talk... I like talk- beef stroganoff. <laughs> <laughs> the silence that you got from that one, I said... Eh, beef stroganoff well, okay. or beef and stroganoff. Oh! Okay. So, homemade beef... So homemade non-hamburger helper beef stroganoff is okay. But if you're getting it from a fucking box, I'm concerned. Is it yeah. from a box? Yeah. <laughs> is it from a box key? Yeah. Damn it. it. Is from a box. I do like it though. It's good. Well, I think that also part of this is like one really healthy thing to consider, like as far as like boundaries. Cause like for me now, because of the crusty men that I have seen, 
um, is uh, like, if you do not respect my time or the things that I want to do, like, it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, especially if you're like, oh, you think that your plans are better than mine or we can't, like, if my friends are waiting on us, but you just want to, you don't want to get out of bed and you want to take your dear sweet fucking time. Yeah. No, absolutely the fuck not. Like for me, such a turn off. But one of the big things that I've been burned by and have really had to learn is love bombing in the beginning because dudes, players know that the bar is so low so that they in the beginning will just like bombard you with like attention and 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 like nice words blah 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 all, all these things when in realistically like they're just most like narcissistic just like manipulative people ever yeah it's when someone it's like love bombing or when someone says oh we can go to this place or we can go here like right off the bat that's like a huge that is a huge i'm not gonna lie to y'all i always say well it's not the beginning the straight beginning but like if someone says like oh i'm not doing anything for the holidays i'll be like we can hang out for the holidays but i think that's different but like and that's like just trying to be well nice. i mean like for me like i literally had a man tell me that he loved me within like three days of meeting me when a guy mm -hmm. is trying to manipulate yeah. you oh. by saying oh yeah we can do that and like or like you has like no intention in. mm -hmm. and yeah. like you feel they follow through guys can sense insecurity at oh, some yeah. points and so at some point they'll think well if i tell her what she wants to hear and start off good or what i think she wants to hear then they don't even realize that they're doing it but there's they do about three months of that and then they go back to their old shit and they know they can get away with it i always tell i told a couple of my guy friends i was like you guys might because it's funny because a lot of people think that i'm like i grew up in a wealthy area because of how i dress or how i act and how well spoken i am but i actually like was like low middle class right and then i had to work myself up way up from being an adult right and so I always tell them, I'm like, when I walk in the room, I have fucking confidence. Yeah, everybody, everyone stares at me. But the moment that someone walks up to me, my confidence goes straight to the floor. The bar fucking lowers so fucking low that it's like men, men can see it. They can see like the, the me just kind of like shrinking into like a little raisin. And they, they like that. And it's so weird to me. Mm -hmm. Well, it's that like maybe the thought of like, oh, she's so confident, but I can dominate over her. Well, no, it's it's just like you you know how like you can talk to somebody and you're like, oh, they're fronting, mm -hmm. like it's definitely a front. I mean, now it's not as much, but it was definitely a front for a very long time that like I was faking it till I can make it. Like I was gonna be the bad bitch regardless. I think that there's this point where like in in situations like that, I literally just sometimes have to like force myself to get over and like any insecurities that I've had and just like not care and just like be the most blunt motherfucker. But it also like is such a, a weird defense mechanism and like can also go very astray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like feel, you feel, can't hurt me if I'm the one being a jackass. <laughs> I definitely much. feel like Tiana off of Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Mm -hmm. Like she knew that she was a fire ass bitch, but then also like she didn't know like if it was real or not. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like she knew that she had this this thing in her, this confidence, this, you know, She had attraction. the tools, she, she was, just didn't know how to use them. Exactly, and she that's how I feel. There. Yep. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't agree to that. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, oh. <laughs> it's not exactly singing, but it was like singing. It was almost there. It was, <laughs> I swear to God, the both of them. I can't, I can't, we're sick. But like, <laughs> as we start to wrap this up, I did want to talk about how 
the social media influence of, you know, like some of the celebrities mm-hmm. play into how some of these girls Ooh. are not able to hold their boundaries or don't know what boundaries are. I want to talk about my favorite family then, the Go Kardashians. Ahead. Go for it, girl. So let's start off with Courtney. So first of all, Courtney was the most interesting person on the show the reason why the show isn't on anymore because she didn't want to do it because (laughs) they filmed her entire relationship falling apart for 10 years they filmed her giving birth twice the third time they said well you're free she was on every spinoff of the show um so yeah the show was really about courtney not kim but regardless so recently she's in italy with travis barker they're living their best life and scott messages her ex-boyfriend Giannis, like yo this girl is crazy she's sick and Giannis shuts that down and it's like don't cross boundaries with someone that you have to have ties with right because that's a huge thing and like or it, was, it was like keep the same energy in public that you do in private like i know you fucking hated me like don't try to be fucking right coming he out wanted here to make like my friend. best friend yeah, he well, wants to make a friend and he hates that travis barker isn't a piece of shit like travis is <laughs> her age he's a better father to her children than he is because he's not out every night partying doing god knows and what with, with like teenagers and, yes. and dating teenagers yeah i'm like you date 18 19 year old girls so there's a heaven problem. forbid she make out with like a person who's appropriate for her yeah she's making out with someone else who's also in her their 40s that is so i have to commend her for actually putting her foot down finally though but i feel like a lot of people it since- took her 15 years to do it I mean, yeah, but that's a long I time. Mean, but the the people now who are watching her and who sees this aren't us, right? It's the younger people, so they thinking that this is brand well, new. Well, then it goes back to her younger sister, Kimberly. She put her foot down with Kanye, and she said, "You know what? We're getting a divorce because all the shit that accumulated from his Twitter rants to the election, all of that shit, and rightfully so." And then, um she they're apparently rebuilding the relationship and it's uh, like it makes me so mad though it I'm, makes me so he's literally like talking shit about her in his music that well he released, okay and she's just there for all well, of it and participating well because she gets it that is his way to express he was hurt there was trust issues on her end and so he's allowed to be angry in the relationship he and he's allowed, allowed to, to write and he's allowed to write songs about that because that's what songwriting yeah, is I just taylor don't know, swift like, does that much- all the time I just don't know. Like, just for me, it's just weird that she's like accepting it. Well, because then they also have kids; they're married, and she doesn't like believe in divorce I, right away. I've seen a lot of people who um, have said like, "Well, like you fucking hate your wife. Why have you guys been married for thirty years?" And they're like, "Neither one of us want to take custody of the kids." And who the fuck wants to? Who who the fuck wants him? Who the fuck wants her? And, it's and like, some people don't believe in split households. Like Beyonce has said number of times, like jay-z xyz she was mad and wrote a whole album about that anyway she still took him back and they worked on their marriage i feel like a lot of stuff like you can work on because Mm -hmm. this stuff happens every day for normal people and with celebrities it's just public yeah it's public so now we're looking at them like oh shit that happened to you but in reality it's happening to our parents it's happening to our cousins it's happening to people that we know people that we don't know people who are broker than these celebrities basically have to deal with this and so like i i'd much rather you write a song about me a hate song about me ruin my car well ruin my car or go on facebook and tell all my cousins about how i'm a fucking slut and i fuck jimmy from down the street and now i'm pregnant by jimmy yeah that's, i don't need my I coworkers. Like that's more embarrassing because now that's gonna go super viral yeah i, I don't need my coworkers knowing that shit right. i don't need 
a TikTok or made you, about me. Or you outside my job with a, with the signs about some this higher awards. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like it happens, though. And Kanye West's way of doing it is similar to how we, you know, people who aren't millionaires do the same thing. He does have the fucking nerve to charge $150 for a plain black T-shirt. Um, but we'll get back to that another day. I, yeah. But then that also leads to how many times is enough times? Khloe Kardashian. Um, bitch, stop getting back to je- together with it's Justin. Like, it's like I I gradually hate every person after, like, Courtney, Courtney I was we cool were, with. I'm like, I'm so happy for her. 15 years, finally. Yeah, Kimberly, Kim, we can kind of be like, like, all right. Yeah, I'm like, in between. Ooh, I, I see like, the human side of this, well, also, whatever. Like, for 15 years, people have been interfering in her relationship behind the scenes. Right. Yeah, like, that's why I'm like, Using Courtney has, entertainment. Courtney was the show, and she gave so much of her personal life to where when she did set those boundaries with the show, like, they were, I won't they, be, were, they, were up, they were appalled. They were like, how dare you do this? They're like, She's like, I'm only going to be filming from this time to this time. I won't be filming for these months. And she set these boundaries with them. She's like, you're not going to meet my boyfriends until I say it's okay. But and then I, we get down to Court, Chloe. Chloe and has, I want to like sucker punch her in the face. Sometimes. So, but And what's crazy is, is that but she wasn't like this before. Old school Chloe, she was telling Courtney for years you need to dump Scott like if a man cheats on me that's a it's different though well she realized it was different when she had a baby well okay so that but also like a lot of people can talk Mm -hmm. they can talk the hell out of somebody like hey you know but she was talking the talk and walking the walk not necessarily yeah she was the the episode that they were doing this guy cheated on her but you have to think about the about the whole picture she's with Lamar Lamar was doing hella fucking shit that mm-hmm. was just like out of pocket, out of line. And she stayed with him because of his mental health. She did the same thing that Kim did. Yeah. And that was for years. And even to this day, she's still allowing him to have access to her in some type of way. Right. Well, and also, so she was like that up until she met Lamar. She was fine and she was tough and she meant what she said about the cheating. And then she met Lamar and she kind of wanted that family life. And so she was willing to work on it. And she's been like that ever since. And so that's why Tristan gets to come back a third time. And, you know, at some point it's like you get what you deserve in these situations. He's not shown any improvement or growth as a person. He's going to continue to violate your relationship and trust. And you shouldn't be considering to have more children with him because obviously. And I feel like when you show this side and it, and it goes for anybody, when you are showing that you are this desperate to be with somebody it's showing other people that they like the younger people because they ain't showing me shit they're showing the younger people that it's okay to be desperate to get what you want it's okay to tough it out just like that one lady who was like yeah um i was chasing him for three years or some shit like that seven they were they were talking on and off for seven years for seven years and then she finally sent him a bikini pic and he finally was like oh you know like then he liked her yeah like bro that's pathetic and then they were married like two years later and i'm like I'm not talking to someone on and off for seven years. I'm not. No. I'm not doing that. Do you know how many years wasted that is? My youth, my youth. Um, like that whole process is essentially like 10 years. Yeah. Right. I'm not putting in the 10 years just to, I mean, and who's to say their marriage is even going to work at this point? Because clearly it wasn't that hard I to mean, snatch his attention. I mean, it could work just because like at this point he's probably done with the games. But like, is bro, he? Because he's going to hit a midlife crisis in a little bit here. I mean, so like, that's their problem I mean, to get to. Men have their midlife crisis later on in life, though. They were because they get to that point later. But they were like, a, a, they were they an were like older 60. couple. 
like 50s 40s for men um in their midlife crisis no 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 that couple was 40 yeah so that's why yeah. I'm like, it's coming up for them that he's about to hit that midlife crisis age and he's gonna start doing some crazy shit and she's gonna be like well where is this coming from he no. never, he never liked turning first. But that's no. the whole thing. It's like I'm not gonna say he's gonna hit his midlife crisis. You can love someone, I'm but gonna, you don't, I'm you. just gonna say that he never really truly loved her. I think he finally just caved in. But when it comes down to like Lamar, or when it comes down to Tristan Thompson, so we're gonna tie that all back together because Chloe chased after both of these men. Right? She mm -hmm. wanted, she wanted to give him everything. She finally got a baby out of one, and then the other she let go because he had, a, she couldn't handle it anymore. But the thing is, is that. Lamar is finally at this age where he's like, I want my baby Chloe back. Like, you had That's her. So, bro, you had her so with a chokehold. Like, yeah. She literally years. was She was talking to French Montana, and she was doing her own thing. She was on a book tour. She finds out he's sick, drops everything, goes to Vegas to be by his side. That's how you know she really, truly, genuinely loved you, mm -hmm. and you threw it all away for whores and cocaine. Yeah, literally. And then Tristan... Like Same now thing. he's at the point where he's seeing that, I mean, she's still weak in my eyes, but yeah. he saw that she was doing well for herself and he tried to shape it up, I guess. He did it part. in the shadiest way. She was on almost on her deathbed with COVID in her room and like had to take care of their daughter. And she was like, I'm just so impressed. I'm like, well, that's her other living parent. Who else would take care of her? Right. Uh, like, don't be impressed by the basic bare necessities. Cause the you do that. The bar is on the floor for celebrities as well. It's on the floor. It's it's straight to hell at this point. Because <laughs> honestly, no, I'm sorry, that's just not acceptable behavior. And then let's get to the ring dinger of them all, Kylie Jenner. Little Miss Kylie is possibly pregnant with someone, Travis Scott, um, who they aren't really officially together yet. They're back to their talking stage, and they're just free to do whatever. I mean, that's an open relationship at this point. Open which relationship. Is, which is totally how we got here. Yeah, open relationship <laughs> that's very volatile because, one, y'all both have way too much money to be open like that. Why? There's plenty of no, people who well, are. Because I'm tying it back into to be open and to be pregnant. Well, well, there's nothing wrong with that. They're just taking a risk. I mean, the, I mean, the thing is, is that as long as you're safe and you're not bringing anything back back home to whomever you are with, or I meant financially, they're taking a risk, but I always what kind, look at, what kind of like what do you mean? I always look at stuff from a financial standpoint because I'm like, okay, so like you're pregnant right now. Let's say he gets some other bitch pregnant because who's to say how careful he is on his end? And these bitches aren't really careful and to begin with. Now you got to share that emotionally and physically by, by and financially. She's set. Well, yeah, I guess financially it doesn't matter. I was thinking about it from my standpoint, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, from my standpoint, <laughs> I'm like, that matters to me. But, like... I mean, yeah, if we if you think about it on our standpoint, yeah, like, I would wholeheartedly that could ruin be so somebody. sad. Yeah. But I also feel like, uh, you know, this one lady said she had 10 baby daddies, that, which means she got 10 kids. Ooh. And she was like, yes, 10. I was like, bitch, I know you fucking lying, but her stimulus check probably looked bad as fuck. Was it <laughs> worth it, though? Because you couldn't spend it on your fucking self. You have to take care of your mouth breathers. Like, ugh. Your cum pets. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. On, On that, that note, note <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up. Go like, to Walgreens, kids. What else do you say to that? What else do you? How do you respond to that? Just, you, you well, know. on that note, <laughs> well, they are like little pets, and they came from the the cum area. So yeah, yeah, and you gotta feed them, water them, 
buy them clothes. <laughs> All right. Provide then. shelter <laughs> and tell them that you love them. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Thanks Bestie. I'm Lizzie. I'm Steph. And I'm Key. Thanks, Bestie. Thanks, Bestie. Thanks, Bestie. <laughs> <laughs>